Welcome to the Ecom Breakthrough Podcast. Are you ready to unlock the full potential and growth in your business? You've already crossed seven figures in sales, but the challenge is knowing how to take your business to the next level. Join Josh Hadley, an eight-figure e-com business owner and investor, as he interviews highly successful business owners. Get ready, because you're going to learn specific actions you can take today to help your business reach its full potential and leave a lasting impact on the world. Welcome to the Ecom Breakthrough Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Hadley, where I interview the top business leaders in e-commerce. Past guests include Kevin King, Michael E. Gerber, author of The E-Myth, and Roland Frazier. Today, I'm speaking with Ashley Kincaid, the founder and CEO at Private Label Mastery. And we're going to be talking a lot about her journey and her experience launching over 15,000 products on Amazon. This episode is brought to you by Ecom Breakthrough Consulting, where I help seven-figure companies grow to eight figures and beyond. Listen, Ashley, I started my business back in 2015, and I grew it to an eight-figure brand in seven years. But I made a lot of mistakes along the way that made the path of getting to eight figures take a lot longer than I needed to. There were times where I doubted myself as a leader, whether my brand could survive or whether we could have the cash flow to continue to operate the business. I wish I would have had a mentor along the way to help me overcome those stumbling blocks and those obstacles faster and quicker. So to our listeners, those of you who have hit similar plateaus or obstacles, and you're looking for the next steps to take your business to the next level, then go to ecombreakthrough.com to learn more. That's ecom with two M's. And as a special bonus to the podcast listeners, this month I'm giving away one $10,000 comprehensive business strategy audit session at no cost. All you need to do is email me at josh at ecombreakthrough.com and in your subject line say strategy audit. Then tell me why I should choose your business to work with for this month. And if you don't win this month, don't worry, because you'll be entered to win for future months to come. Today, I'm super excited to introduce you all to Ashley Kincaid. No other woman in the industry has worked with more six and seven figure sellers than Ashley Kincaid. She is the founder and CEO of Private Label Mastery. She has personally launched over 15,000 products on Amazon and has generated 2.2 million in Amazon FBA sales. So with that introduction, welcome to the show, Ashley. Well, thank you, Josh. It's a, a great introduction, very humbling, and I'm excited to be with you and excited on, to be on your show today. Thank you so much. Ashley, I think everybody's going to be super interested to hear how in the world you have had the time and ability to launch 15,000 products on Amazon and also some of the things that you've learned there. Um, but before we get to all of that fun stuff, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your journey? How did you get into Amazon and why why did you continue to specialize in Amazon? Well, uh, that is such a great story. And yes, 15,000 products. Wow, there's I could spend the whole show, Josh, telling your listeners about what that looked like and how that's been for me over the last years. Actually, to th these last couple months, I've really been reflecting on my journey. It's been an eight-year journey um, selling on Amazon. So a lot of people, when I come on these shows and share my story, I like to emphasize it's not an overnight thing. Um, it's taken me almost a decade, a decade in e-commerce to have 15,000 products. But um, 
I started selling on Amazon in 2015, and I'm sure a lot of your listeners know Amazon was really different uh, back those days. Uh, but I was, I was unemployed. I was, uh, you know, looking for a way to support myself. Had never been an entrepreneur. Had my own business. Never really uh, thought I could be an entrepreneur. But I started looking for ways to like make money online, like so many of your listeners. So um, I was working just you know, traditional job in my 20s here in Dallas too, and. Um, um, I went online and just started looking up ways to, to do e-commerce, ways to make money online. And that was when I discovered a Facebook group that introduced me to Amazon FBA. I was like, what is Amazon FBA? This is I've never heard of something like this, but it sounds pretty interesting. And I read about people who are making just a, huge businesses on Amazon. I didn't even know that was possible. Um, I had shopped on Amazon, you know, been an Amazon shopper for a long time, but I never thought, wow, like a person can actually have an Amazon store. Um, and so I just dived in. I dived in and I started out selling used books. And again, this was back in 2015, Josh, when like anybody could have an Amazon store and you could just get started really easily. Those are the good um, old days that everybody keeps <laughs> reminiscing of. Oh, if only I would have gotten into Amazon back then, right? Yeah, it, it was different. It, it was different, but it was just a different kind of journey for me. But I started selling used books, and that was my path. I actually started as a bookseller. And I loved selling books because, A, I like to read books. And uh, I live here in Dallas where there's tons of, you know, yard sales and garage sales and bookstores and things like that. And so it kind of worked out for me. Um, but I just love the thrill of the hunt, like going out and figuring out something I could buy low and sell high on Amazon. And it kind of started for me, Josh, like I never could have dreamed what I would get to with Amazon. But it started for me just as a way to make some side hustle, like a side hustle. I think people in the industry say side hustle. Right. Um, making some side cash. I think oh, I'll make a few thousand dollars with this. Let's see what this is. Um, and then I just kind of got hooked on it and I realized, wow, not only could I like replace my job with this, but I could actually like do something really amazing with this. So, um, I built a really big team of booksellers here in Dallas. I had people sourcing for me, shopping for me. I went from like sending in like 10 books to Amazon to like a thousand books to Amazon and people would go out and source for me. And we had a little warehouse up here in Dallas. This whole process took me about a year to build that little business. And I think at the biggest, biggest height I had like over a hundred thousand dollars of books at Amazon. Wow. And, um, uh, yeah, and I actually loved it. I seriously loved it. It was, you know, so much fun after work to go out and, you know, find these books and, you know, I'd go out and pay 50 cents for a book at Goodwill and sell it for a hundred dollars. I mean, it's amazing. You can start a business like that, like without really a storefront or any employees so or anything true. like that. So that was my foray into it. And um, over the years, I just, my journey progressed like a lot of Amazon sellers. I did a little arbitrage. I found wholesale accounts. Um, I started doing online arbitrage, really got into Q4 and that kind of stuff with Amazon. Um, and then eventually found my way to private labeling, which is what I do today. Um, and private label just changed everything for me as a business owner, um, realizing, wow, I don't, I didn't know I have to resell something else to be a wholesale account. I can actually create my own brand, create a trademark, create a website. 
I knew I didn't know any of that stuff before I before I became an Amazon seller. So I started two private label brands on Amazon um, in the health and personal care space in the beauty category. And I had eight private label SKUs. And so that built a seven figure brand with that with those two brands. And uh, it's just been a journey. It's been a journey. And um, yes, I've had over 15,000 products on Amazon in my own account. And uh, today, gosh, we are behind tens of thousands of products on Amazon through our companies. So and through all of our you know, people that we work with every day. So um, it's been a journey, but I love to, uh, you know, just roll with the tides. And Amazon's just been a huge life changer for me in that I don't think I would have been successful if I had started anywhere else. Um, Amazon kind of provided a platform for me to reach the world and realize, wow, I can do something really incredible. So I like to share Amazon with people, Josh, just because, you know, a lot of people listening to your show maybe don't have a skill or want to start a big consulting company like I have. I really recommend looking at uh, you know Amazon. It's a great way to like get sales, get started. So it's been a fun journey for me. I have two companies and currently a CEO at PLM and that takes up a lot of time, <laughs> but um, I'm really behind the scenes of a lot of Amazon accounts every day. So I have a lot of knowledge and insight to share about what people are doing successfully. And um, it all started by my, doing it myself. You know, I've, I've walked the ropes, I've been through it, been in the trenches and um, Amazon's just a really great opportunity for people who, you know, want to take this path. So that's a little bit of my story in a nutshell. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Well, one of the biggest takeaways, and, and you started this, the conversation off with this, is by saying that, look, you're not an overnight success, right? Okay. And even for myself, right, as an eight-figure brand owner, um, this didn't happen overnight, right? My, my journey was over the course of seven years. And so everybody needs to understand that, you know, if you're just starting out, you can't look at, you know, somebody like Ashley and myself and be like, well, why am I not there tomorrow? Right. You have to understand that each of us have gone through very different paths that have kind of just been building blocks to get us to where we are today. And so every entrepreneur's journey is going to be different. And that comparison game can be very damaging for a lot of entrepreneurs that just continue to compare themselves to other people and use that as their measuring stick. One of my favorite things, though, is to actually, in order to kind of measure your success, is measure it against yourself. Where were you at the same time last year, right? And you could say, hey, guess what? Last year, I was just working, you know, my regular nine to five job salaried, but a year later, guess what? I have $50,000 coming through of a side hustle that was never happening before. That is huge. That, that's a huge step. And so I think that although $50,000 is small relative to eight figures, that doesn't matter. It's that personal, like, progress that you need to see. And that's going to build momentum so that, yeah, one day, that $50,000 business or side hustle could turn into an eight-figure brand if you continue to cast that vision and build and grow it. I love that. I love how, you, yeah, I love that you brought that up. Like looking back on a year, I think that's so huge. And nothing wrong that $50,000 in a business, that's incredible, just in a year to, to bring in something like that. So I completely agree, Josh. Yeah. Actually, I want to dive into some of the tactics and strategies that you've seen. I mean, you say, as you talk about, you know, private label mastery, the group, you are, you've kind of touched and have an impact on 
tens of thousands of products that are currently on Amazon right now. You see what's working, what's not working. So my question to you, Ashley, right now, what is working on Amazon? If somebody wants to increase their revenue on Amazon with a product, what are some of the strategies that you're seeing as being impactful to continue to grow those businesses on Amazon? Great question. A few a few key things I think are really important in 2023. We really believe in Josh like differentiation at PLM. It's like one of our big values when we launch products. And that's might sound like a big scary word to someone. Um, a differentiation essentially like doing something a little bit innovative on the platform. So all of our products are differentiated, all of our tens of thousands of products. So what that means is we don't just launch uh, silicone gloves that is like every other silicone glove on Amazon. We'll do something a slightly different, different color, different size, different ingredients, different you know components in the product. So we, we differentiate 99% of our products. So it really allows you just to have a little bit of an edge over all the other sellers in 2023. Not to say you can't just sell the exact same thing that's already on the platform. You can, um, but we strive for people to have like a long-term sellable asset, you know, a business asset of their own. That's something that's a true brand, a true brand on Amazon. So we differentiate our products. It takes a little bit more time on the front end to maybe find that opportunity or to research that opportunity, but differentiation, um, as well as, you know, getting a trademark, really thinking of your business as a brand. I think I didn't think of my business as a brand when I started selling on Amazon. I just, you know, looked at a widget on Jungle Scout and thought I'm going to sell that thing and just put it on Amazon and put a box on it and put a label on it. But Today, we really think about Amazon as a brand, you know, building our brand, building a brand asset. Um, it does take some, some time to get to that place. Uh, but thinking of your store as a long term sellable asset that you can actually get exit offers to. I was speaking with a good friend of mine, Rebecca, who uh, built a seven figures brand that she sold on Amazon. And she really thinks that way. It took her five years to get to a couple of brands on Amazon that could exit, that could sell. So thinking of your your um, products as a catalog of products, a, a real brand longevity around it, um, as well as PPC. Gosh, pay, pay-per-click is really important on 2023. And I think it's really important to understand your campaigns and understand the strategy around PPC. So I would say those are the big three things, um, differentiating, thinking of your brand, at, your product as a part of a brand, a real catalog that you can actually um you know, eventually exit from if you'd like to, or create something off of Amazon. And then three would be just really mastering pay-per-click. I would say what I see in Amazon stores today, the people that do really well um, at the seven and eight figure mark, they have a strong understanding of PPC, not only understanding, but either, uh, you know, an outside partner that runs their PPC for them or an agency or a service or a software. There's so many out there, but I do think um, pay-per-click is a really Actually, no, pay-per-click is a really key component of success on Amazon. So if you get those three things down, um, I think you can really build a seven-figure brand in 2023. Yeah, Ashley, I think those are great points, and, and I agree. All of them are very important. What I would love to do now is let's dive deeper into each of these. And Ashley, with your experience working with lots of brands and private label mastery, um, you've seen probably different case studies come through. Now you don't have to share any specific brand names, but I would love for, to, for you to share some of the case studies that you've seen of 
you know, product differentiation, people that have built their brands, what are some of the tactics that they've done? And then with PPC. So let's dive into the weeds now and let's let's go all the way back to number one, product differentiation, which I believe is one of is truly number one on Amazon. It, I think long gone are the days of just launching me two products. You've got to bring something new and different to the platform in order to have a greater return of success. So Ashley, what are your tips and strategies as it relates to differentiating your product so that you can grow for future sales? Sure. I'll just, I get, I like to give my direct example of my private label products and how I differentiated them. I used to do a retail arbitrage of uh, bath soaps and bath bombs, um, going out and buying bath bombs for three to $5 retail and reselling them on Amazon. That was kind of my market research for my private label products. Um, and I realized, wow, I can source these really cheap and Amazon customers will pay a really premium price. But then I started to dig deeper and realize, wow, I can, I can put uh, jewelry inside of these soaps and these bath bombs. And I was one of the first sellers on Amazon of like specialty bath bombs and soaps. And so that was how I differentiated my product was uh, looking at what was already on Amazon and then researching what people were searching for that just wasn't on Amazon and filling that gap and creating kind of a premium bath bomb brand. That was my brand of bath bombs and soaps. Um, And so that's what I like to share of how I differentiate products. I look at what's already on Amazon and then I find those little gaps of things that either aren't on Amazon or the quality isn't quite up to what I would expect as an Amazon shopper. So I've seen that in every category on Amazon. Amazon. Uh, we're seeing people, uh, you know, it could be so simple. A lot of times I think sellers overthink it, Josh, differentiation. They think I have to invent something or get a patent. It literally can be a color change, uh, a multi-pack change, a bundling change, uh, just finding a slightly improved component. I like to read Amazon reviews and and see products that just aren't up to quality on Amazon and then make the product slightly better. So it's not a big change. Um it literally can just be a small change, a small improvement from what's already on Amazon or just thinking like a customer. You know, I um, a lot of our clients, you know, they're users of their products. They know what people are searching for. So they can think in that way of I would use this product slightly differently. I'll give you an example of pickleball. We have a student launching a pickleball product and she went on Amazon and, and pickleball is like a super popular sport right now. And she is private labeling a whole brand of pickleball athletic products and she realized wow i really want to carry my cooler to the pickleball court i would love if my racket was actually attachable to the cooler so she's crushing it with her pickleball cooler with a little racket attached to it so it's like thinking about those opportunities and those trends if you love pickleball and you know that's a burgeoning trend on amazon what would you as a user of that product like to add or carry i think that's really just kind of how to think about it I love that, Ashley. And those are some very creative ideas. And I love that. This is so, so important. And like you said, it doesn't need to be game changing, but it needs to be different because right now, if you go to Amazon, you just see a lot of the same stuff when you scroll down. And so a small piece of differentiation is going to make your product really stand out amongst the sea of everybody else trying to create me two products. Ashley, my question here is if somebody's struggling for ideas to come up with, like, how do I differentiate my product? You talked about, you know, hey, maybe, you know, I look at Amazon and I compare it to other websites or I do some Google searching and I see that there's like an underserved area or niche within that market. 
Could you expound on that a little bit more? Maybe share what are some of those websites where that you go to to say, hey, wow, something's crushing it over here, but it's completely missing on Amazon. Absolutely. I have always started. I started with Etsy. Etsy. We have a lot of our platform, you know, members of our platform who sell on Etsy. Um, I like to look at products that are on Etsy that aren't on Amazon. And there's a lot of them actually that and are selling really, really well. And for whatever reason, they're not on the Amazon platform. So we do a lot of cross research on Etsy, on eBay, um, on Rakuten, on these different you know platforms. Um, but Etsy was always my go-to um, as a bath bombs and soap natural cosmetics manufacturer. I would look at products that were, again, on Etsy, selling, had huge ratings, huge reviews, huge revenue, and literally would either not be on Amazon or that exact product or, or unique component would not be on Amazon. So Etsy, really any other major marketplace, uh, Walmart, you know, Walmart's a great place as well. We have a lot of you know clients that sell on Walmart too. Awesome. Yeah, so. I, I love that. You know, just a, a little golden nugget where you find something doing really well right um, over here and then bring it to your market. So my actionable advice and strategy um, for our listeners would be, hey, take a search term, put it into Amazon, put it into Etsy, put it into eBay, put it onto Walmart, put it into Target, put it onto Costco, like keep going down the list of different retailers and put that exact same search term into all of those websites, see what spits back, right? And see if you can find a, pat, a common pattern of, wow, I keep seeing this specific product or type of product on all these other channels, but for whatever reason, I'm not seeing it on Amazon. That could be a really good indication of like, hey, there's, there's room for some extra differentiation here. Absolutely. Yeah, there's just so much. And you don't even have to have, have a software necessarily to do that. Back in the day, I didn't have a, a Jungle Scout or a Helium 10, but we love Helium 10. I mean, we have a lot of our members that love like X-Ray and Black Box and those kinds of tools with that software. It's just a tip. Yep. And any manual work that you do, here's another kind of gold nugget. Just going to a physical product, like a physical retailer and walking down the store aisles and seeing what you see on store shelves can be very different and spark a lot of ideas that you wouldn't have otherwise because everybody else in the world has access to Helium 10, Jungle Scout, and they all do the same stuff. They all, everybody goes in and it's like, give me a search term with this amount of volume and the reviews are low and there's this amount of revenue being done in that product category. And it's like, everybody's getting that, right? So just a little bit of extra legwork that you do can go a long way. Yeah, absolutely. Just for you know, my example, I would go out to you know retail North Park Mall here in Dallas and do market research. Not everyone's willing to do that, <laughs> but yeah. uh, having that thinking, I love how you think a little bit outside the box, Josh. I think that really helps as an entrepreneur. So makes a huge difference, and always go the extra mile. It's one of the core values that we have in our business um, because we believe that. 90% of the competition is not willing to go the extra mile. They just want to get it just good enough to where they could check the box that it's done. But you go the extra mile. That's when you turn things into a real thriving brand, which kind of parlays into the next question here. What are some strategies that you have seen others implement or even for yourself that allows you to actually build a real brand on Amazon and why that can have such a big impact on growing your revenue on Amazon. 
Great question. Um, A plus content. A, I think A plus content is super important. And a lot of our uh, coaches actually just got, got got back from Prosper Conference in Vegas. And they're so excited about A plus content. So I think A plus content, like really thinking of your Amazon listing as a brand as a brand and really just visualizing what your one your what your product page can look like so a plus content super important um as well as you know thinking of your brand off amazon as well you know your website uh your social media presence those kinds of elements as well and that's not something josh that has to happen like on day one if <laughs> we don't recommend yeah. that but you know a year down the road, we like to see people come in. We see people come in, you know, no product. And a year later, they do have these things. They have A-plus content. They have brand registry. So I would say for your listeners who are really thinking about building a brand, I'd focus on two things, A-plus content and brand registry. Why is A-plus content so important? Well, conversions, you know, conversions are so important. We love to monitor our conversion rate inside all of our Amazon products. So you want, uh, you know, a lot of people who click your page to actually purchase the product. So A-plus content just gives you so much more visibility on the platform. It's going to increase your conversion rate, which increases your sales velocity, which increases your product, your placement on the product page. So um, A-plus content just gives you a lot of benefits and advantages on the Amazon platform. So um, I really just encourage your listeners to, to, to research that a bit more. It's a bit of a process, to my knowledge, um, to get A-plus content today, but we're really big on, you know, pursuing those, those methods. Yeah. From your experience, have you seen in the data that the conversion rate does increase after somebody rolls out A-plus content? I know on Amazon, they, they promote, hey, experience a 15% conversion rate in increase, but that's Amazon, and they're always going to feed <laughs> you the best uh, data they could possibly come up with. Uh, so I'm interested, have you seen the actual data and see, like, I have seen that statistically, like, A-plus content does increase conversions. Absolutely. I don't know that we've seen 15%, but we've seen 5 to 10% increases across our listings. So it definitely has a big play as well as photos. We've seen photos, just photos and videos on the listing just to be the biggest needle mover hmm. in addition to A-plus content. So I'm not sure on your listings, Josh, but we've seen a 5 to 10% increase, which is huge, yeah. which is absolutely huge. I'm not aware of a 15% jump, but 5 to 10%. Awesome. Yeah. So it, it's definitely worth it. Like you said, it's not something you need from day one to launch, but it's something that could layer on that that brand building strategy. Ashley, is there anything that you do specifically with any of your clients to build their brand off of Amazon and any Absolutely. strategies there? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things. One is just building our email list. We, we, we do advocate like building an email list off of Amazon that, that comes to organic traffic to our website. So insert cards, um, just like having proper packaging on your products. Um, so although, you know, Amazon customers are their customers and we do like respect that, there's nothing wrong with actually like getting, you know, traffic to your website and, and building a brand off Amazon as well. So, um, we don't in the beginning recommend doing that. I like to personally, personally, I recommend Josh, people really just focus on the Amazon platform until they're making like at least $10,000 a month in revenue. Um, but once you've really built that system and you've got that good product and that good supplier and that good manufacturer, you can start thinking about taking it off Amazon, but having an email list, um, you know, building a social media presence. We have some students doing super well, just like with simple TikTok videos, uh, Instagram reels, Instagram lives. That's kind of advanced privately 
table. Um, but I do think it's really important as you go to start thinking of, um, you know, building your email list, building your phone database, being able to get some customers insights and information. So I'm not sure when you, Josh, started to think in that way of your brand. I thought I thought of it that way from the beginning yeah. uh, when I private labeled on Amazon. And I was always thinking about how can I get, you know, cu- coupons? How can I get customers to my website? How can I get customers, you know, you know, get come to, come to my website and opt in? So it's definitely important. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And especially on that, the product packaging and the insert yes. insert card. It's not against TOS um, on Amazon. You're able to do this. Think of the big br- the big brand names like Kraft Foods or Mondelez, right? Guess what website is printed on their product packaging? It's their own brand, right? And so Amazon's not going to penalize Craft Foods or Mondelez and say, hey, I'm sorry, but you need to reformat all of your packaging. You can't have your website on there. So let's dispel that myth to begin with. Um, but Ashley, are there any like advanced strategies or cool tactics that you've seen in terms of how people have used insert cards or a QR code on a product label to allow them to grow their brand um, and email list off of Amazon? Sure. I think QR codes are great. We do a lot of QR codes as well as, you know, just a simple link. It could be a real simple link. You want to make it simple. I would say that's the most simple advanced but also simple tip just make it really simple and clear for people what to do on the insert card insert card um sometimes i open insert cards on amazon products and it's not really like clear what to do have a little guide have a little downloadable have a little video that people need to click on to be able to use your product just make it simple make it simple and that's going to drive enough traffic to your insert card so i like really simple insert cards i mean our insert cards can literally be a white card with a black qr code that's it like hey click this link watch a qr code and get a video on your product so ideally something that people need to watch to use your product, some kind of instructional video or kind of FAQ video, I think it's really, really key as long as you make it simple and make it just key to the usage of the product. You know, watch this simple walkthrough video. It can be very, very simple, but the more simple it is, I think the more tr- more conversions you get on the insert card. That's what we've seen. Right, right. And then before they watch the video, they have to enter their email address and name. I yes. like that. And then what type of promotions are you sending them if you once you have them on your list? Well, we'll do really simple things. You know, it can be come back for your next order coupons. We do mostly coupon codes. So if you come back, you know, you get 50 percent off your next order, uh, you know, buy one, get one free. So we love to give coupon codes for their next order. Um, That's what we've done typically with our insert cards is the coupon codes. Awesome. Makes a lot of sense. Very good. Let's move into this third strategy. You talked about PPC being fundamental in allowing businesses to continue to grow and succeed on Amazon. So tell me more about some of the PPC strategies that you see working today. Well, again, I'm really an advocate of having someone else do do it for you. So a lot of times I see Josh, my opinion, sellers kind of make the mistake of like trying to learn everything about PPC and run it themselves. Um, most of our students who are like in the seven to eight figure realm, they either have an external agency that manages theirs as their PPC or they use some kind of software to help them automate PPC. So I think you really need to understand, A, you need a bit more of a budget with PPC today, like, you know, the days of three cent clicks, I 
I think are a little bit past us. Um, so you need to have more of a budget to launch a PPC product on Amazon. And also you really need to, um, you know, invest in someone to help you, whether it's training from you guys, Josh, whatever training or course or program you want to take today in 2023, you have to have an understanding of PPC. So um, I would just encourage people to a educate yourself and to be maybe maybe look at someone to help you manage your PPC so that you can focus on building your brand, you know, doing product research. Things are going to move the lever. But um, there's so many different strategies, Josh. You know, we have different ways that we instruct our students to set up their campaign. But personally, you know, for our ads, I have someone else manage it for us and send us a report. So it ultimately just comes down to like knowing it's really important, having that budget, and then also um, investing in either your education or for someone else to help you. I do think today, like PPC is a bit more advanced and you have to really, um, you know, hone that in a bit more. Yeah, I, I completely agree that PPC is not something that you can turn a blind eye to. Um, PPC is vital and Amazon is becoming much more of a pay to play type of platform. And so if you think you can just, you know, hide under the your bed covers and pull them over your head and ignore PPC and still have a thriving business on Amazon, you'll be sorely disappointed when other sellers that are more sophisticated are running targeted ads on top of your product details page. And you, you know, you, you just start to lose organic ranking over time because you don't have those PPC sales to continue to support it. Um, with that being said, Ashley, one thing, you know, a lot of people have started using PPC as a primary component of their launch strategy. And so I know since 2015, the launch strategies on Amazon have changed a lot from search, find, buy, giveaways, and things like that. Are, are there any things that are working for you and your private label um, clients um, to launch their products that has been working well to help them get ranked quickly? I think just, you know, having the funds uh, up front is key. We like to have at least like $100 a day budget for a PPC launch. So having those funds and also just, you know, key setup, you know, having your campaign set up correctly um, having the right targeting set up, all of those things, I think set up on the front end is just pretty important. And our PPC coach at our company always just talks about it's okay to break even, you know, it's okay to not have a profitable campaign. So don't give up too early. Don't give up too early when you're launching your first PPC campaign. Um, you know, give it some time. It can take about 30 days to really, you know, build out a good solid PPC campaign. But don't worry if you don't make money on the front end, if your PPC campaign isn't very profitable in the beginning. We often will see, you know, campaigns kind of break even or not be that profitable. Don't give up, like trust the process and, uh, you know, recognize that you're testing a product. We do a lot of product testing. Um, you're testing a product, you're getting that valuable data that you can then use to optimize your campaign as you go. Yeah, Ashley, I, I want to echo exactly what you talked about there of like, when you launch, make sure you utilize that advertising data as your testing data. Look at it and learn from it, okay? Um, there's a couple good podcast episodes that I wanna point people towards. Um, so Matt Altman, who is on the podcast, uh, go check out his episode, because what he talked about in his launch strategy is how important that conversion rate is. And so yes. when you launch on Amazon and you start running your ads, from day one, from that first week, you should have a clear indication as to whether like, hey, there's some room to run with this um, particular product. 
let's keep going even if I'm losing money on the front end of PPC. You can be confident if you have a conversion rate for your product that is higher than the industry average or that category average. Um, and Destiny Wishon at Better AMS, she was recently on the podcast as well. And what she had talked about is using the inside of Seller Central in your advertising console. If you click on one of the reports or insights, it's brand metrics. If you pull that report up, you'll be able to see at a category level, what is the average conversion rate for everybody in this particular product category? And then you'll know, take your product conversion rate for those PPC orders, compare that to the category average. If it is higher, keep pouring gasoline on that fire. If it's not, and you're only a couple percentage points off, maybe there's some listing optimizations you could do, which goes back to, talked about A plus content, videos, yes. adding secondary images, the copy, right? Um, and if you're way far off from that average conversion rate, maybe that's one of the products that you just need to kill because like myself, and I think Ashley, with your experience, launching thousands of products, I've had a lot of losers along the way at the same token and not yes. being married to an idea just because I love it and I'm going to force it to work, I think is one of the most important things that everybody needs to take away is don't be married to something. Let the data prove stuff out and just keep testing, create new product ideas, launch them, see what works, kill the ones that don't work and don't worry about them. Um, learn from those mistakes, figure out why they didn't succeed and move on from there. Is there anything else you would add to that, Ashley? I, I completely agree. I think you have to be willing to kind of move fast and break things, so to speak, and be okay with failure. I think a lot of people who are new to entrepreneurship, Josh, think of a bad product as a failure. And if you can just overcome that mentally and see that it's all a part of the process, uh, you're going to have some duds. I've had a lot of duds, you know, products that didn't work out or weren't profitable on Amazon. Um, it's just part of the process. And the people I see, you know, Josh, who I work with, who have seven and eight figure Amazon businesses are just really resilient in that mentality you just described. So they're always testing new products. They're thinking of, you know, long-term play with, you know, going through lots of different products and just moving fast through the ones that don't work out and sticking with the ones that do. So. Yep. I completely agree. One of the biggest growth levers for any Amazon brand or any e-commerce brand is coming out with new products on a regular basis. That's your biggest yes. growth lever. So where should you focus most of your time? New product ideation, right? If there's one key role that you could hire and train for, it'd be like, find somebody that could assist you with that. Because if you could unlock that, you can continue to come out with more and more and more products, which will allow your business to scale faster and faster. Yeah, 100% agree. That's, you know, your money making skill is product ideation, product development, uh, launching new products. So the most time and energy you can put into that, as well as training yourself to be good at that skill, everything else you should figure out how to pay someone how to do that or outsource or automate, whether it's shipping or taping boxes or, you know, pre-pricing software, like put most of your energy into the front end of your business, being really good at the entrepreneurial side of product idea ideation and things like that. So agree, Josh, 100%. <laughs> I love it. Well, Ashley, this has been such a fun conversation. Um, I love to leave the audience with three actionable takeaways from each episode. Sure. And here are the actionable takeaways that I've noted, Ashley. Let me know if you think I'm missing something. 
But number one, when you're coming, when you want to build a brand or generate sales on Amazon, the first thing you have to focus on is product differentiation. So my action item here is for people to do the simple exercises that we just walked through, which is A, use a particular keyword and then go search that exact same keyword across many different retailers online. And secondly, actually go to physical retail stores, go walk down the aisles and see what stands out to you. Compare that to what you're seeing on the online marketplaces today and see if you could bring something new and innovative to those because that is where you're going to have greater success than when you just create another Me Too product. Action item number two is in creating a real brand from the get-go. And I see getting brand registry um, is number one across the board. If you're just starting out, like you've got to get brand registry because it's going to give you access to unreal amounts of data that you'll need to continue to pursue your journey. But implementing A-plus content and a storefront, um, those are some of the biggest opportunities where you're going to take up more real estate on your Amazon detail page, which is going to push competitors further down the page, which is going to help you in your conversion rates as well. But then there's a, there's a console or a section within a plus content where you can feature your other products from your product category. Um, and so go ahead and promote your other related products within inside your detail page. And then that will link them to more products, can link them to your storefront where they can shop more. They stay more within your product detail pages rather than spending time on your competitors. That is super important. And then the last step would be uh, your third action item is implementing PPC strategies. And like you said, Ashley, either you need to do this yourself or you need to find a partner that can execute on these strategies. Um, we had George Moreras from Clear Ads on the podcast recently. And again, he shared a lot of great knowledge as to number one, how to vet different PPC agencies, what you should be looking out for. And then secondly, some of the strategies you want to make sure that those agencies are actually following to see if they know their stuff when it comes to PPC. So if you want a better understanding of how to kind of vet experts because anybody can claim to be a PPC expert, but the proof is in the pudding. He gave you a really good checklist to walk through and, and better understand that. So go check out George's episode. And it's just a couple uh, prior to this one. Um, Ashley, what else is there that we haven't covered that you think our audience needs to hear? Well, gosh, I think, well, first of all, you're just such a value adding host, Josh, but I think that I just want people to, um, be excited by the opportunity of selling on Amazon and really just what, realizing what an incredible opportunity is. Differentiate your product. Think about your business like a true brand and just, you know, get out there. And like you said, focus on the income generating side of your business, getting best at your best skill, which is that product research and differentiation on the front end. So. Yeah, I hope people just get excited. People get excited and inspired uh, to to do this and think about how, you know what life can look like if you at the end of this year if you if you take action. So I love that. Yep. And then measure your progress against yourself and not anybody else. Right. That's great. Love that. 
All right, Ashley, I love to ask each guest the following three questions. So here they are. Number one, what has been the most influential book that you've read and why? I'm a big fan of Patrick Lencioni's leadership books. Have you read those? Um, I have not specifically. Oh. So shed some light on us all. Yeah, Patrick Lencioni, he's uh, at our company. We really push his books a lot to our team. It's just uh, some of the most popular leadership books out there, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, uh, The Advantage. So we we like to read Five Dysfunctions of a Team. I think that's really good for Amazon sellers who, what I often find, Josh, is Amazon sellers aren't comfortable with building a team or having their first hire. But if you're going to grow to the level of your business or my business, you're going to have to learn how to work with people and get out of product research and build a team. So I'm a big fan of Josh Lencioni's leadership books. Uh, sorry, Patrick Lencioni's leadership books, uh, Five Dysfunctions of a Team, is one of my all-time all-time favorite leadership books. So um, if you're out there and maybe never thought of yourself as a leader or had a business, I would start with that book, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Awesome. That is a great recommendation. I've already started jotting down some notes. One I'm going to get into. <laughs> yeah. Ashley, question number two here is what is your favorite productivity tool or software tool that you've recently been using and seeing success with? We love Slack at our company. I know a lot of Amazon sellers don't use Slack, but when you have as many employees and team members as we do at PLM, you've got to communicate with your team. So I'm a big Slack user. Uh, you know, if you've got a couple team members, I'd really recommend just getting set up on Slack, getting out of email, getting out of, you know, phone calls. You need to have some kind of centralized tool. So uh, I live in Slack. I wouldn't say it makes me more productive, Josh, but it helps me get the day, get the day through. So I like Slack. <laughs> And final question, who is somebody that you admire or respect the most in the e-commerce space that you would recommend other sellers should be following? Oh, gosh, I, I recommend anyone, Josh, who puts themselves out there and teaches e-commerce. It's not an easy thing to do, but I'm a big fan of Jim Cochran. If you want to go check out his course, he's got a great course, the Proven Amazon course. He's a, fa a great Facebook group. I haven't been in it in a while, but I think it's still called My Silent Team. He was someone who really inspired me to start my Amazon business and uh, always encouraged me even when I didn't think it was possible. So Jim Cochran, he's got a great a podcast, too, the Proven Amazon course podcast. So Jim Cochran's a good one. Awesome. Very good recommendations. Now, Ashley, where can people go to learn more about all the amazing things that you have going on? Tell us more about Private Label Mastery and where people could reach out to you and learn more from you. Sure. Well, anyone can go get my book. It's at 99 cents on Amazon. It's called Million Dollar Ecom Secrets. But I've also got a free copy of my book for your listeners if they want to head to our website. Um, it's ashleykincaid.com forward ashleykincaid.com forward slash welcome. There's a free copy, digital copy you can download. Uh, my book is cool because it's really short. You can read the whole book in about an hour and it covers all of my private label brands, photos and everything. So if you want to see behind the scenes, you can check out my book. Um, I've also got a pretty little pod, little podcast too. It's called the Private Label Mastery Podcast. We're a top ranked podcast for Amazon sellers. So uh, the Private Label Mastery Podcast, iTunes, Spotify, uh, as well as my book. We'd love to bring you in through either of those two channels and ultimately just bring you really good training and education. So um, I would head over to our podcast. Awesome. Everybody loves to hear another podcast recommendation. Um, <laughs> that's always my favorite. I'm always on the lookout for another good podcast. So go check out the Private Label Mastery podcast. And uh, Ashley, thank you so much for sharing your valuable insights and experience with us today. And uh, thanks again for your time. Thanks, Josh. Thank you for listening. 
Visit ecombreakthrough.com for more information. If you've enjoyed today's episode, the best way you can show your appreciation is by clicking the subscribe button and quickly leaving a review. See you again next time.